Coming to you live from Master Closet Studios, you're listening to the only podcast on the internet being recorded by three guys under pink eye quarantine. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's true. The Maybe. noobs and the Whovian. My name is Austin and I'm the Whovian. These are my sons, Trip and Corbin. And we're the noobs. And welcome, welcome, welcome to episode 14, covering series two, episode one, New Earth. The first proper 10th Doctor episode Proper. after the... Yeah, yeah. Because yes. we had the, the Children Christmas in Need special and then the Christmas special. Ah, yes, I wasn't even thinking of the Children in Need. This is yeah. the podcast that introduces a whole new generation to Doctor Who by watching an episode each week and then discussing it from the perspective of a dad who's seen it before. Two sons who haven't. Yeah, there you go. I just decided to throw that at you guys. Yeah. All right, guys, what do you say we get started with some production notes? Let's go. All right, this episode begins story number 168. It also ends story number 168. Yeah. I don't know why I said begins. <laughs> yeah. It's a one-parter. It's a uh, one-parter. Literally no cliffhanger involved. Originally aired April 15th to 8.62 million viewers. And to put it in perspective, how long ago was the Christmas invasion for us? Like a few days. Like uh, seven days, yeah. right? Yeah, seven <laughs> Pretty much exactly a week. So it was four months uh from you know the christmas invasion air date to this wow and it was about 10 months after parting of the ways man so i'm glad we was, didn't have to experience that yeah week. right so yeah. remember that was june 18th 2005 so this was Dang. april 15th uh and it was 2006 I, I left that part out for some reason let me go in and make myself a note to add that in 2006 and uh it was written by trip give me a guess who was it written by our our man russell t russell t that's right i russell would not t have Davis. remembered that name that's right so. and it was directed by the same guy from last week anybody remember oh. our bafta winning hugo award winning really the oh. only person you're asking is trip because me and you have the you're notes. looking at this production yeah notes. yeah james hawes james, james hawes was hawes? the guy yeah he was the guy that did yeah. the empty child oh, slash yeah. dr dances and he got like that. all the awards for he got a hugo for that a lot one. of and then he did the Christmas correctly. Invasion. Yeah. Yeah. And Didn't he get the like bathroom. three different awards for that one? I th yeah, possibly. And I think I think the writer of the Doctor Dances slash The Empty Child, I think they also won a Hugo yeah. for writing or something like that. Oh. Yeah. So this is the same guy, James Hawes, same James guy from Hawes. last week. Uh, so uh, just about it on production notes. How about we take a look at the cast for this week? There's a couple of uh, folks in this one. This this had a whole bunch of <laughs> yes. additional characters, some with more involvement than others. Um, yeah. We had, uh, oh, who is the big surprise return guest star? Um, Trev, you remember? Surprise me. Won't surprise oh, me? I can't remember her name. Uh, the well, who was it? The last human. <laughs> yeah, the last was. pure human or whatever. Cassandra. 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 Cassandra was played by Zoe, I'm going to say, Wanamaker? Wanamaker. Wanamaker? She is famous for playing a character that we're not familiar with, but Madam, uh, Madam Hooch, which just sounds ridiculous. <laughs> Madam Hooch uh, from Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. Oh, so uh... she's ridiculously famous to people who have seen the movies unlike us. Uh, <laughs> yeah. and... That would be people who are not us. That's right. So check this out, right? There was in 
the last episode, where did we see Cassandra last? Do y'all remember? On Satellite uh, One. Yeah. Uh, five. Wasn't right. it? Uh, platform one platform one platform oh, one yes. platform which it turns one. out was also satellite five yeah satellite five but whatever because they yeah. built that sucker to last um yeah. but she she was in the episode it was called the end of the world and yes on yeah. on platform one hovering or hovering orbiting <laughs> planet earth and in that uh episode apparently somewhere on a bookshelf somewhere there was a copy of Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. That's one old what? book right there. Huh? <laughs> yeah. They still have books? <laughs> I didn't even How think How does that work? I didn't even think what? about that. Being that it was five billion years old. I was thinking. Uh, they did oh, have the jukebox. So. Uh, it was like. It, 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 sorry, mint it's condition. called an iPod. Uh, oh. Where they played a, a, a traditional classical ballad called mm-hmm. toxic by uh, britney spears <laughs> uh, at any rate um and okay so she is also known for playing in a tv show called my family which i know zero about <laughs> but fun fact in 2009 so this was a uh, several years after this episode yeah they were doing a christmas special for that show my family oh. and her character uh, makes a reference uh, several references to moisturizing <laughs> And kind of yeah. looks at the camera and winks every time she says it. So a little bit of a callback to yeah. uh, Cassandra for for the bit. for the apparently overlapping audiences of Doctor Who and My, my family, family, whatever that is. Uh, Chip, the uh, the guy with the markings the little, all over like, his face. Star, what, what were those things like? Just like tattoos or something? Yeah, it, it was like weird. it was like in it was like yeah indentations in his skin. I think it, it was just like part of his species they had that naturally you know well, wasn't he a oh, i thought clone? it was something cassandra did to him maybe not she called him my doodle remember my my little doodle or something i thought well, she had when when she entered his body she said oh my gosh i'm a doodle didn't she yeah hmm we're confused i was thinking some some reason i was thinking that was something she did i don't know why i don't know anyways it was played by sean gallagher and he's a guy um <laughs> <laughs> matron casp was the the head cat nun nurse lady oh and she's played <laughs> like by uh, donna crawl who played in uh we, we keep running into this show the east enders apparently yeah. after we're done with this podcast we need to start watching the east enders after we've watched all of doctor who whatever that she is. plays <laughs> emerald fox in that show i think first that's a more, cat then a fox uh yeah yeah <laughs> i'm assuming that's just her last name that, that not that she's a literal fox but yeah. what do i know about eastenders maybe it's like maybe takes it place in Narnia. i don't know <laughs> could be um so then we have um oh our last guest star is who guys who the face of Bo. the face of my Bo. favorite random character played by i'm gonna butcher this name struan roger it's s-t-r-u-a-n Str- Struan, 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 Blythe, Yeah, that, that's actually how it's spelled, Trip. <laughs> he, now, here's the here's the fun thing. He is credited as Dr. Dr. Bo. <laughs> <laughs> as the face of Bo. Why is he not credited as the face of Bo from the last time, from the end of the world? Hmm. Uh, okay, I'll give you a hint. He's credited as the voice of the face of Bo because the big head is at a puppet. So it wasn't, he wasn't playing the puppet. He played the voice. Why was he not credited on the last one? Uh, Fun fact. Why? He didn't speak in the last one. What? He didn't? Face oh, of yeah, Bo. the face of Bo didn't talk at face all. Face of Bo yeah. didn't speak in that one. Or, or. At least not he, to those, not to the Dr. Rose. He didn't speak on screen. Yeah. Yeah. 
Box of Balhoon makes the bad wolf reference to him but as the camera is panning by. Right. He didn't say anything back. And interestingly enough, when we spot him on station five, remember he's on Bad Wolf TV making yeah. the announcement that he's pregnant. He doesn't speak what? there either. Wait, 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 wait. He's the last of his kind. Uh-huh. And he's pregnant? Yeah, he's pregnant. Okay. So where are we in this episode time wise? This episode. New Earth. 23 years after the explosion of Old Earth. Right. So what year? 5 billion 23. Where were we on Space Station 5? What time frame? 5 billion. Nope. That was Platform 1. Oh, yeah. I'm talking about. So when when he. We were ahead of that, weren't we? No, 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 no. Wait. It was like the year 200,000. When they're on Space Station 5, on Station 5, and he they, said he wasn't a million years old or something. Ah, isn't that funny? I was thinking about that. He said, you know, some say I'm millions of years old, but of course that's impossible. He was around on the station. Like billions you know, of years ago. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I don't know why he made that statement. I've been, I was Well, I mean, that. he's not millions of years old. Yeah, <laughs> billions. billions. But if millions so is impossible, billions certainly is. So. I, well, you know, what do you Well, he said that millions is impossible for him to be at that moment. He's not a millions of years old. He's billions of years old. Well, and there's also, yeah. I, I always kind of took it as like there's a little wink and a nod there where the, the, the face of Bo is saying, there's some that say I'm millions of years old, but of course that's impossible well, you know like wink wink it's the, impossible it was the doctor i did it and the, then doctor the doctor says, says that um the doctor was the one who said that he was like millions of years old or whatever right and, and then yeah, he says like, which of course is impossible. impossible and then the doctor says that's okay i like impossible <laughs> that's okay i like impossible. i like impossible that's yeah that's what he said so um he is credited here and then he's also has a credit as a different character as a different yeah, Wait, uh, this guy, Stroom, or whatever his name is. No, no, no. Uh, the guy that the voices Bo, oh. he appears as an actual, you know, like he's an actor, like he's plays actor? a different character. Was he one of those zombie on. guys? Or no, 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 no. In another show. Yeah. Like oh, a couple years show. from now. Yeah, like nine, like nine episode. seasons from now or something crazy like that. It's, <laughs> he had him credited <laughs> in 2015. seasons are there? Yeah, there's not that many. He, they had him credited in 2005 yeah. as some other character. I don't remember... I don't remember exactly who it was, um, but it was not the face of Bo. Not the face. All right, Corbin, are you going to hit our super short recap? Sure. I'm the doctor, by the way. What's your name? Rose. Nice to meet you, Rose. Run for your life. Um. So at the start, we are the doctor and Rose go to New Earth in the year five billion twenty-three, and go to a hospital where they meet. Cat nun nurses <laughs> Cat can cure nurses. any yeah. disease practically. Yeah. We find that Cassandra has survived after exploding for whatever reason. Yeah. And figures something preserved. is up at the hospital. The cat ladies apparently have been breeding humans with every disease in the galaxy simultaneously. To produce the cures that they use. The doctor uses every cure simultaneously in the hospital to cure the zombies and a new subspecies of human is born. And Cassandra dies. Again. Yeah. Again. Oh, again. and the doctor meets the face of Bo again. We'll probably see him again. 
Probably as in we most definitely will. Probably as in most definitely. <laughs> All right, let's get into some miscellaneous trivia. Okay, guys. Yes. We're going to play pop quiz time. Pop quiz time? Pop quiz. Pop quiz. Wait, should I not be looking at the notes? You should not be looking at the notes. <laughs> okay. You should just not be looking at the notes in general, I think. But I need them so I know which bumpers are Meh, covering the screen. You're so covering you the wrong read. side of the screen. <laughs> okay. All right. All right, without, I'm off the page. Without looking, without looking, I'm off the page. how many alien worlds did we visit in series one? Well, um... How many planets did we go to on screen, one? right? Yes, very good point. One. Which one? Wait, I'd no. say none. Yeah, zero. Didn't none. 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 This we is the, the first time we're on an alien planet. The first time we're on an alien planet. The entirety of series one was spent on mm. or orbiting Earth. Mm-hmm. Huh. So Not we're always on, on. Yeah, we're either on platform one slash station five yeah. or game station five, as it was whatever called. Or whatever. It was. Technically, we at least know they went to Raxacorico Falbatorius. Yeah, we know they went there. It wasn't on screen. On they screen. went there. Oh, to drop off the egg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, right, right, right. So this is for a show touted as time travel and aliens. We didn't spend a whole lot of time time traveling that matter there were no, no. several yeah. episodes several episodes in the present right most and of them all actually. of them on earth now there was a few with aliens that came to earth yeah. But yeah other than that everything took place on or in orbit of earth so this is the first time we leave earth and where do we go new new, new earth. Earth. <laughs> why so we're basically not even on a new planet right it's yeah just, it's, well, it's, we are on a new planet we're on new, new earth. Earth. Yeah. Right. yeah but still it's named earth like, right come on oh man i just realized I, I i pulled something up and then my computer died so i forgot to show it to you guys before we got yeah. started but apparently tardisodes are a thing tardisodes starting with this episode so we've already missed it but we'll go back and watch it starting with this episode the bbc released little mini episodes that they called tardisodes that were designed to be prologues to each episode. So each episode has its own Tardisode. So it's like you huh. watch, and what they would do is they would uh, release it. Well, on, like, on... what is what is in them? So each one of them is like the lead-in to the episode. So they would release these a week before. So I, I didn't huh. get to watch it, but I read a little of the, the synopsis. So there's. Uh, the doctor and rose aren't even in it but it's a little scene that takes place at the hospital before they get there yeah and so i don't know how much we're gonna get out of those if if the clip that i pulled up was correct it's like 43 seconds long (laughs) but they would release it on wait do they do like all of them for season one like have they no they just started it it wasn't even the christmas invasion just started with this episode uh, and I'm okay. and again I discovered that during my research I was going to show y'all the, I was going to say hey guys let's come watch this real quick before we go record and then my computer died and when I pulled up my other computer that tab wasn't pulled up so I forgot so <laughs> yeah. so we'll we'll go watch that as soon as we're done recording and okay. then we'll have to make sure that from now on we watch that and then we watch the episode yeah there was also yeah. a Doctor Who confidential confidential and I I thought those were on the DVDs they were. Yeah, but, but the one that they described was not. So I don't know if we're missing something or maybe it's on one of maybe it's not on the first disc of the season. I don't know. So we need to look at the comfort um the confidentials is its own disc. Yes, yeah, it's its own disc. Entirely. Oh, 
so when we were on disc one and we were looking at the special features, the, uh, okay. All right. Yeah. That makes yeah, a lot more sense. All right. So what we need to do then thing. is we need to watch the episode. We need to watch the TARDIS episode, watch the episode, then watch the confidential. <laughs> um, confidential wow. does like behind the scenes stuff. So there may be spoilers, I think. So we need to watch that afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So guys, we had something. We're not at the checklist yet, but we have a new thing to add to it because apparently okay. this is the first use of the 10th doctor's recurring phrase. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Remember, what? he says that it, when he opens up the door and sees the human that has all the diseases. Yeah. And he says, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. And then he closes the door. That's one of his reoccurring Apparently. I didn't is. realize that. Um, I knew that he said sorry a lot. But apparently him saying, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Uh, happens a lot. And actually, I wasn't clear if that meant the doctor or the 10th doctor. It may, it yeah. may go beyond... 10. I, I, I don't have any idea. So I threw that in the checklist. So we're going to see that come up in just a minute. <laughs> Russell T. Davies first. Russell T. Russell T. His first draft of this episode, uh, which was apparently originally, mm -hmm. by the way, called the, the Sunshine Retreat. The Sunshine Retreat? <laughs> what? Like that, which what? Makes it, which is a great juxtaposition between, oh, it's the Sunshine Retreat and there's millions of zombies downstairs. <laughs> But at any rate, uh, this is it, it, originally the first draft. The face of Bo did die, uh -huh. and I'm the so only, glad he didn't. Right. The only way that the doctor could cure all of the humans was to kill them all. So Stephen Moffat, who is the showrunner, right? He's like the big boss. He apparently had made some comments where he was kind of making fun of Russell T. Davies for creating these amazing characters and then killing them right away. Uh. <laughs> it said, he said something to the effect of, um, he, you know, he creates these wonderful characters and then melts them. Uh. And I was like, wow, that's kind of amazing. <laughs> that's Damn. what happened to Mox about home. He literally got melted. Exactly. Exactly. So uh, Russell T. heard about this mm -hmm. and said, oh, okay, well, I guess I won't do that then. So he changed the whole script around. <laughs> Wow. And uh, and and we're gonna we're gonna circle back around to that because I, when I learned of that, there was some other stuff later that I went, oh, <laughs> that's why they did that. Oh. Um, and 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 it comes up in the doctor's rant. So if I forget, I may I think I put it in the notes, but if I forget, when we talk about the rant, remind me about Russell T Davies' editing of the script. Okay. That brings us to speaking of the rant, the checklist. Wow. All right, we've got our baddie of the week. Who is our baddie of the week? The what? cat nun nurses. The cat well, nun nurses? Actually, kind of, they were like, are they really the bad guys? Because, well, yeah, they were like making, saving all the they humans. were making lives specifically to be for one purpose in pain their whole lives. You monster. Yeah. But they're using it to save the rest of everybody else. If they're just gonna, I create... doubt they've saved millions of lives already compared to how many. Does it matter? Those... What if they had saved billions does. as a result? Do you think hmm. that makes it okay? No. no. Okay then. Not at all. <laughs> so the fact that they haven't saved millions doesn't really change anything, right? Yes. Um. So definitely. And by the way, I don't know if we ever actually got to hear this. Um, in the episode, if we did, it was really fast. They're called the Sisters of Plenitude. I'm pretty what? sure I've heard 
the sisters of something a couple of times in there, like the Cassandra referring to them as that. As the sisters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they're definitely called the sisters because that's the nun part, right? Uh-huh. Uh, that and the big floppy hats. Who was, <laughs> okay, so I said who was the baddie of the week? Who else might have been the baddie of the Cassandra. week? Cassandra. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So now in the end, what do we think about the sisters? Do they Are they baddies through and through? They, no. I've actually mm. heard, I've heard of this before. It's called an anti-villain. It's a person doing the wrong thing to try and have the right results. Huh. Okay. So, so not an anti-hero, but an anti-villain. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and that's and that's become very popular here recently, yeah. where like the movie Maleficent shows you why the evil queen maybe wasn't so wrong <laughs> yeah <laughs> or not the evil queen but she, but maleficent uh the, yeah. the evil witch is like well maybe now i can understand why <laughs> she cast the curse because the king was a jerk um but yeah doing the wrong thing for the right reason ish you know sort of, yeah, yeah to try and like, accomplish a good thing right mm-hmm. uh, but who uh okay so they were trying to do the right thing but they were doing it a horrible way yeah and, right thing the wrong way um ish yeah. yeah now now where did they end up though were they still like in the end did they change at all no not really no actually no. the two main cat nun nurses changed in one fundamental way what was that they died <laughs> <laughs> so, so the one the one that was like the second you know the not the matron but the one that was with the matron the whole time yeah she got touched and got all the diseases uh, and then the other one she so every single disease they carry transmits is contagious not only contagious but apparently contagious through boot leather yeah. as you pointed transmits out transmits through touch right through boot leather through touch instantaneously by I the know. way like if you get like, touched you're gonna have boils on your face in six seconds like that was kind of intense yeah. but um, and then she like fell then, to her death she fell to her death so uh, it didn't surprise me the most was how there was one person that got touched. It was like almost, it was the cat. They got touched and it was almost instantaneous. Mm-hmm. But then some human got touched right. and it took a couple of seconds. Yeah, it was yeah. like a little bit more dramatic what? moment there. Now, what about, what about, uh, okay, so so they didn't really have a chance to change. Right? No, because they got immediately thrown in jail. Now, what about Cassandra? Did she, did she change at all? Was yeah. she like bad from beginning to end? No, no, I think she kind of changed because she was like that. Well, she was part. like, let's escape. But she was like, she was, I think like she really changed. Like she was like, for some reason. Yeah. Right. Like, like yeah. Corbin and I both looked at each other like that was weird. Like yeah, <laughs> she just yeah. all of a sudden she's like, as, I'm going to be good now. I'm, as soon as she entered that dude's body, it was like with that, it's like. I'm dying, and I, I don't care anymore. <laughs> I'm not going to go yeah. find another body or yeah. something. The doctor even offers to help her, and she's like, no, I just need to die. Nah, I'd rather die. Like, I know. Okay. Like, okay. Who's yeah. like that? So Cassandra definitely was a round character, right? She she kind of changed yeah. um, at the end. and You know what she could have done? Hmm. She could have gone back into her own body. Well, no, because that thing exploded. Up. The brain died. No, 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 no. No, she. Oh, that's an interesting point. He's saying he could have transferred. She she could have transferred back into her old body, 
Remember, she goes back and she meets herself. She could have just she still looks like a human. Oh, yeah. She could have just oh. breathed into herself yeah. and taken over her old, her her old, her young body. That's that, an interesting thought. Well, that one could really. <laughs> I think she realized how bad of an idea that would have been. I mean, there are definitely paradoxes involved there. Yeah. But, um, and then how? And then how many times would she do that? Just every time she got back to that point in the timeline, she just goes back and does it again. Yeah. Yes. And then would she then know that she was coming back and? Okay, my, my brain hurts. All right, so uh, the well count. Well, we well. did not get one this week, did we? Did we? I no, I don't think so. I didn't hear one. No, I, I didn't, didn't hear, hear one. one. So that brings our episode count to zero and our running count to one. And then, as I mentioned, and we'll we'll add this to the list, the I'm sorry, I'm so sorry. Yeah. We got one, and so that brings our running count up to one. One. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. What? I deleted it out of the notes. I was officially done with it. And then during my research, I had to put Bad Wolf back, back in the in. notes. Back I thought, I thought I saw it. And I thought, nah, it can't surely be. not. And I thought, oh, I should tell Corbin to back that up for a second and see if I'm right. And I thought, nah, nah. <laughs> I'm not right. I'm totally wrong. And I discovered I was right yeah. again. Again, this Never is two weeks in a row. Yourself, this is two weeks in a row that I was right. By the way, uh, about what? what I don't remember what the one was last week, but I was right. I, it, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it was a bad wolf. It was reference. fantastic. I don't think it was. Um, it was fantastic. Was it fantastic? Remember at no. the end. No, because we knew that was there. Yeah, I don't remember what it was, but I was definitely right about something. Listeners, uh, I'm sure you remember. Uh, because we don't. Why would they? I don't know. Who cares? <laughs> Who cares? Here's where it was. I'm gonna this is this makes for great radio, but maybe we'll maybe we'll put this on on the website. Check it out. Can y'all see it? Can y'all see it? No. No. I can't see it's left what? over from series one. Oh, oh do you see on it? the parking I see lot. It. It's on the ground in mm. the parking lot. Yeah. It was from the last episode, right? It was from Parting of the Ways, or it was either bad. No, no, no. It was from. It was. It was from the episode Bad Wolf. What was it from? It was bad Wolf. She's in the parking yeah, lot. Yeah. She's stuck there. I can't get in the TARDIS. I can't make the TARDIS the go. Bad Wolf. And like then she says, everywhere. I'm going to give up." And then she looks down, and it's in giant letters on the parking lot. The camera literally has to go up to like an overhead shot so you can see it. And how would and she know what it was? It's still on the parking lot, very, very faded, but it's there. And I was like, yeah. oh my gosh. And and part of me wondered, was it literally just still there on the ground? Like real world. Like they spray painted it on that parking lot to film the thing. That would have been 10 months. Do you see how faded it was? Yeah, I mean but it was super bright. It was still there, but if it was paint, then you know it wouldn't be completely gone after ten months. Yeah, and I mean yeah. it's barely there, so I'm wondering if it's just still there. It was just and it wasn't, there. and they were like, "Oh, this would be cool." <laughs> Let's just because the angle of it, yeah. you can see Wolf. Yeah, you know they they feel. She they probably sh- saw it. She's like, "Man, we never did find out what Bad Wolf meant, did we?" Oh, that's funny. No. <laughs> yeah, because she forgets the whole thing, didn't she? Yeah. yeah. Uh, you forget that all the time. Uh, yeah, well. Like, every time I mention something about her forgetting bad wolf, you're I like, got, oh, yeah, she's Maybe I get kissed by she? the doctor or something. You don't what? know. I don't know. What? Huh? What? What? I don't know. <laughs> all right. No, Jibberty no, Jabberty. Did we have any Jibberty Jabberty this week? Uh, I don't remember having any. No. Nope. Oh, oh, oh. Wow. Um, yeah. Uh, what? Mm, I'm pretty sure 
Oh no! Let's see how quickly I can find it. <laughs> it was the disease that the Duke of Manhattan had. Um, huh. the it Duke was of Manhattan. the Duke of Manhattan, the big giant yeah, uh, blue guy that started turn. Wait, the guy that started turning into stone. Right. He uh, was in blue. He was uh, petrifold regression. Huh. Petrifold regression. Petrifold regression. Yeah, and Petra. What is Petra? Y'all know what Petra like is? Petrify. Which is? To be uh, completely frozen in fear. Oh, well, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Petrified thinking, means that. Yeah, Petra to be petrified to as be an emotion, but to be petrified as a fossil means... Be completely frozen. Turn to, no, turn no, no, to no, stone. Turn to stone, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Petra, Petros is Greek for, for rock, so petrifold mm-hmm. regression means you turn to stone. You literally, literally turn to stone. And that's why there was a mention in there somewhere about him, uh, there's not going to be anything left. Oh, 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 the doctor says, oh, there's a cure for that, but it won't be around for about a thousand years, and yeah. I don't think there's going to be much left of him by that point, except maybe a statue, <laughs> because if yeah. he turns into stone, boom, he's a statue. <laughs> yeah, he's so, a statue. one way to... And uh, then the cats are like, yeah, we got this, we can heal him. Oh, yeah, totally. You know yeah. what I don't understand? Even though they like, they used all those humans and stuff mm-hmm. and gave them the diseases for, to make the cures, why did they still not keep the cures? Like, what do you mean, keep the cures? They still had all, they knew how to make all those cures. They could just. Let's, let's come back to that when we get through the walkthrough, because I had I had some questions about that that you're bringing up. I forgot to write yeah. them down. So remind me about that okay. when we get to the walkthrough. Uh, the the zombies and the nurses and the cure and all that whole thing. Okay. Oh. Um, so that was our jibberty jabberty. And then I thought about something else and it is now gone. Okay. Oh, the, okay. So remind me. <laughs> the cure. We'll come back to the cure. Hopefully I'll remember the thing then. Okay, sure. the companions. The only notes I had on the companions this week was Mickey got ditched. Mickey got ditched. Mickey, Again. do the sad hang. Hang your head in in sadness. I honestly kind of feel sorry for him at this point. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I don't know, man. It's only so whiny you can be before I just say, well, you kind of deserve it. All right. How about who is Rose? Did we really learn anything about Rose? I was trying to think through the notes. I didn't write anything down during no. the episode, but thinking back on it. We learned a lot about it, Cassandra in Rose's body, but yeah, definitely that learned. Was it. Yeah, Cassandra, they, they really took that character and just really explored that character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that whole bit about that was the last time anyone called me beautiful. You know, that was really cool. And then it turned out she called herself beautiful. Yeah. Is that, I never knew, is that what it was? Was that always how it was? That's what I was wondering. Like, yeah. Yeah. Was it a whatever happens, happens? Except she didn't yeah. say, and the person who told me I was beautiful dropped dead right in front of me. And, you know, she didn't <laughs> and mention then that. Became my, um, became my servant years later, you know? Oh, yeah. I didn't even think about yeah. that. So. Is that why she doodled on him? Yeah, that could make so much sense. Remember, I was saying that I thought she mentioned, I thought she had something to do with the markings on his face. That's yeah. what I was saying at the beginning. So it's like, some, is it because so she's it's like the information that was just it's one of those bootstrap paradoxes? Yeah. yeah, maybe she made him a doodle because he reminded her of the guy that dropped dead at her feet yeah. the last night. Anybody, you know, that was the last person to say. You're beautiful. Wow. That actually makes wow. sense. Wow, that makes so much sense. Now I'm really curious as to whether or not I'm right about the fact that it had something to do with Cassandra. That was yeah. why he was a... Because, I mean, if he was like that anyway, she might have just been, like, 
naturally like, hey, you want to work for me or whatever, just because she was like, you know who that reminds me of? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but they never really mentioned it. No, they didn't. It would didn't. have been a lot better if they did mention Right, right. Okay, so that's that, throw that in, in the theory segment. That's my theory. Okay. okay. <laughs> uh, but, okay, so going back to Rose, though, did we did we really learn anything about uh, Rose? No, I don't think so. Okay. No mention of the Time War this week. We just kind of nope, really. forgetting that happened. Which leads us to who is the Doctor? I demand to know who you are. I don't know. I will never get tired of hearing him say that. I know. <laughs> now, here's the thing. The doctor gets angry when people are dying. You know yeah. what I'm saying? He is just, I mean, just, just sputtering and spitting angry. I know. Especially Tennant, man. When Tennant yeah. gets into his angry voice, he just, the, the oh. top lip curls back, just like when he said, it is defended. His yeah. top lip disappears, <laughs> and he starts spitting all over the place when he talks. Um. When I was recording his rant, I actually noticed that he was talking to some person and spit just came flying out of his mouth. (laughs) I'm pretty sure he spit a couple of times in this episode. I don't don't think it was all spit. It was probably some of those, like, cures or whatever that had gotten all over him, but he... Oh, just the wetness all over him? He spit a lot of stuff, (laughs) and it, like, went right over that person's head. And that was an angry voice. That was happy voice. I know. And, and that's the thing is, that brings me to my next point, is that he not only is angry when people are dying, yeah. but he celebrates when people I are... I know. Remember yeah. my favorite rant? What was my favorite rant from series one? Everybody lives. Everybody lives. Everybody lives. Um, that's his thing, man, is like, this time, everybody lives. And I'd say there was kind of a mini rant in there when he was like, I am the doctor, and I cured them and stuff, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which was my one of my next things. He said, I am the doctor, and I cured them. He's not only the doctor, he's a yeah. doctor. He's yeah. a doctor. You know, like, it's not just a name that's just like, oh, that's that'd be something interesting to call somebody. Like, yeah. He's a doctor. Um, and uh, actually, we're going to see that addressed more directly uh, later on that idea yeah of him being not only the doctor but a doctor like he also suicide. says he's the highest authority did you catch that the highest yeah. authority he said i don't remember what the context was i forgot to write it down but he says uh if you oh, don't it like was it to that like person that thought he was a news reporter or something I think. yeah the person that kept being like can you leave our patient alone now please he's... is that what it was I think... and he said he said uh, basically, he was like, if you don't like it, tough. If you want to take it to a higher authority, there isn't one. It ends with me. <laughs> yeah. What was that? What was he talking about? Who was he I talking to? I don't know. I thought he was talking to a cat, but maybe he was talking to that woman that kept trying to keep him away from the Duke of Manhattan. I know. I don't remember. The Anyways. Duke of Manhattan. Shouldn't the... it be New Manhattan? No, it should be no. New, 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 Manhattan. All right, so um, did y'all notice anything else that we learned about the Doctor this week? Any no. characteristics or anything that pokes out? No. Sticks out? No, not really. All right, so we're still getting to know not only who is the Doctor, but who is Tenant. Who is the Tenth Doctor going to be? Uh, and that brings us to another one of these ways to figure out who the Doctor is, the rant of the week. It's a new subspecies, Cassandra. A brand new form of life. New humans. Look at them. Look. Grown by cats, kept in the dark, fed by tubes, but completely, completely alive. You can't deny them, because you helped create them. The human race just keeps on going. 
keeps on changing. Life will out. Ha! So I kind of already talked a little bit about this. What about you guys? Thoughts? Mm. Rant of the week? I I liked it. Yeah. This yeah. is where this is where he's yeah. uh, talking about how there was a, a, a new species born, and he's just like yeah. he's just like you know. It's fun is this this would have been the the right place for him to say and uh, stand blinking into the sun. There's more to see than it, <laughs> remember the, the Lion yeah. King thing. This actually would have been like a more appropriate time for it because he's yeah. talking about the potential of these this new subspecies of humans. No, and, no, new no, this is humans. The, Lion King. the what? He says, "Oh wait, this is the Lion King." Huh. Yeah, yeah. Did he actually one. say? Oh wait, sorry, that's the Lion King. Exactly. So, so our running count is two on sorry's, I guess. Oh, on this. <laughs> well, he didn't say I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Oh uh, yeah. But he did say uh, in this one, he he kept talking about life, right? They're what was it? They were created by cats, and they're you know they're they're fed by tubes, but completely yeah. kept alive. in the dark. Yeah, kept in the dark, but completely alive and fully living, and and. You just keep saying mm -hmm. living yeah, alive. Like, and living. They are things. They are alive. Yeah. All right. So that'll bring us to the walkthrough and stuff we noticed. We've kind of hit a whole bunch of stuff already, but let's just uh, yeah. think think through the episode. I did think it was funny that they went, uh, Rose asked the doctor, where are we going? What does he say? Farther than we've ever gone. Yeah, further yeah. than we've ever gone before. And then where do they go? 23 years 23 farther. years past where they went <laughs> the first 5 million 23 yeah oh and you know what i just thought about is that means that the first trip she took with nine and the first trip she took with 10 were kind of the same thing yeah like yeah. they both went to the year five billion they they both times they met cassandra both times yeah. the face of Bo was there yeah a lot huh. of a lot of echoes there hmm. uh, but yeah i did think it was funny it's like further than we've ever been by, by 23 two decades yeah <laughs> <I know. laughs> by by about as long as you've been alive rose i guess she's probably like 21 by this point something like that yeah and oh i already mentioned this they go to new 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 york i thought it was great that he actually committed and did all 15 of them so and they said they they just called new new york which i thought was funny that they did that but there was a video game back in the day that um, took place in what would be new New York, but they called it Neo York because it's Neo? the future, man. <laughs> so fun times. If anybody remembers what that video game was, feel free to email us because I'm... You don't? I, I don't. I, I do not remember. It was a video game that took place in the future in Neo York. It was not my favorite video game of all time, obviously. <laughs> so, um, oh, well, we've talked a little bit about him, uh, but the face of Bo is back. Um, Corbin, you did you already mention that he he was the last of yes. the bow kind? No, I don't think I mentioned that. Well, yes. I said that he mentioned he was pregnant. You know, it came up that he was pregnant, and you said, "Wait a minute, he was the last of his kind." Um, yeah, so we get into all kinds of interesting parallels between bow and the doctor, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah I guess he yeah. wanted to say his last words were so special to the doctor. Yeah, specifically right. he, the doctor. Did did he did he actually say that? Yeah. Okay. At the well, end there. The doctor it, said I hear you wanted to say something to me and he was like, Yes, but I'll save that for another day or something. Yeah, oh, okay. at a later time or something. <laughs> okay. There's more important things to do today than die. 
Yeah, <laughs> it was great. It's kind of like the opposite of the Klingon, you know, today is a good day to die. He's like, I'm too busy to die. <laughs> ain't, ain't <laughs> nobody got time to do. That's right. Yeah, there's more important things. Did he say more important or more interesting things? I think there's more important. More important things to do than die today. So, And then he just beams out to who knows where. I know. Yeah, it's, it's like, like he's just a patient. And then suddenly, <laughs> yeah. it's like, beam me up, Scotty. Yeah. I love the 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 cat nurse nun says you know like he's he's just on the on the at the end and there's nothing we can do and then he's like one second thought I don't think I will die today peace <laughs> out y'all you know he's like on his way uh, but apparently there's what was a, the point of him being there anyways yeah he didn't tell the doctor anything wasn't he's actually the face about of Bo man he's got to need be. a reason for him to be there mm, he's no, the yeah. face of Bo but I'm glad he didn't die I really hope he shows up a lot more. Yeah, right. me too. Though yeah, we did so, say we'll meet again for the last time. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, well, you know, you always got wibbly-wobbly stuff, right? Where for him, he's he's going to meet him one more time. But maybe the doctor meets him a bunch of times in the past that we don't know about. Or, or something. Yeah. Nah, no. No, no, no. So, no nah. one knows. Maybe he's a time traveler, too. If he is. That could be true. What is it? Psychic? Tele- Telekinetic? Telepathic? Telepathic. Psychic Psychic paper? What are you talking about? Telepathic. Telepathic. Why does that make him a time traveler? Well, like, he's telepathic. He's lived for, like, a million years or something. He might be able to time travel. I mean, he can just beam out of there, too. Yeah, he can just beam. Yes, at will, apparently. I know. Which is good, because he doesn't have any legs. So it's really good that he has the ability to teleport himself. Because that was the thing I was wondering about. I was like, okay, how does he eat? And how does he walk? And where does he poop? Um, <laughs> what is he living in? Uh, I don't. He's like he's literally a head in a jar. I mean, it's just terrifying, honestly. <laughs> and then he's got like tentacles like, coming off yeah. his face. There were like weird white balls on the end of each tentacle. Was like, there? Like Ooh, there was four things grasping around this palish white ball on the end of each tentacle. It was... I did not see that. Um, when I was going back through, it. I saw it. It was weird. I'll have, to, I'll have to go back and watch I did not. Bleh, I didn't the catch face that. of Vo also has a really weird nose. Yeah, so flat. Oh, yeah, some flaring nostrils. Then it's like you could just see into his yeah. brain through those things. Mm-hmm. And he appears to be a mouth breather, you know? Like, his mouth is always open, even though he doesn't even really talk. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he talks uh, telepathically, apparently. So um, I guess it's kind of hard to talk when you're in a jar full of some sort of fluid yeah Um, nobody knows what it is maybe that's just like his body maybe you don't want to know what it is his body is a tank (laughs) kind of head uh, brain in a vat type of thing we also had an intro to cockney rhyming slang i told what yeah exactly so cockney is a british accent okay and it's rose's accent Hmm. so there's more than one british accent oh yeah never heard of more than Okay, I take back what I was about to say. <laughs> I was going to say I've never heard of more than one American accent, but... Oh, come on. Being oh, come on. South and North is its own different accent. Yeah, like, but it's more than that. I mean, we have friends. there was a difference between the way people in Central Virginia and Northern Virginia speak, and that's only a couple hours away. <laughs> and then Eastern Carolina, Western Carolina, South Carolina is its own thing. Then you get into, like, you know, Chesapeake and Norfolk down near Virginia Beach, it's like this conglomeration because there's so many people from all over the world and all over the country. And, then <laughs> and this now is we're just in, in Virginia. That's just in Virginia. Now we're in Texas and they've got their own thing. So absolutely. Yeah. There's, there's, and what's, but what, here's, what's funny, right? I, I don't know. We'd have to ask some sort of linguistic experts. So if you're, if you're listening, email us. 
I don't know how many British accents there are versus how many American accents there are. I'd be willing to bet it's pretty close in number, but really? Great Britain is like this big. I mean, Great Britain <laughs> Great geographically radio, is so tiny. Yeah, it's great radio. Uh, geographically, Great Britain is so tiny. Especially and, compared to us. Yeah, yeah. and population-wise, so small. But you, there are literally multiple London accents. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. Each person so, has their own accent. Uh, <laughs> which is, <laughs> is kind of true. true, yeah. But so kind the thing of. about it is, uh, Cockney is kind of that... You know, that's why she starts going, hey, governor, you know, that's that's, you know, the 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 Bert from Mary Poppins accent, except British speakers will tell you that's a horrible, uh, a horrible version. shot at doing that. But that's the kind of uh, you know, Cockney is kind of that accent. And they, they have a thing called rhyming slang. And what they do is they substitute words uh, with with rhyming words. And there's it's weird because they're are certain ones that are like set rhymes. I was telling Corbin, there's a movie, uh, I think it's Ocean's 12. And there's a guy in there that's that's got a Cockney accent. And he says, you know, if this happens and everything's going to go wrong and we're going to, we're all going to be Barney. And everybody <laughs> stares at him, Barney. And he says, Barney, rubble, trouble. We're going to be in trouble. So, the, so he's saying <laughs> we're going to be in trouble. Run. Trouble rhymes with rubble, like Barney rubble. So we're all going to be Barney. And, people where he's from would understand what he meant by that but everybody else is going i don't know what you're talking about yeah. I, I i never caught any of these rhyme slangs but if i had heard them i would have been like what? like wait what well she and said she said two of them in the episode they're um, not even any convenience because they're longer than the actual word it's not about convenience it's just it's it's just its own Ooh, thing it's yeah it's, thing. right I, right and so the two that she used were apples and pears and Adam and Eve it. And so what that was is she said to the doctor, yeah, I'll come on down the apples and pears. What does pears rhyme with? Stairs. Would go down. Yeah. So they, they refer to stairs as apples and pears. If and actually, if I, if I, uh, yeah. And then she said, I've never heard the, Rose say anything like that though. No. Yeah. No. She was the one who said it. That was the thing. So, so, so when Cassandra became Rosandra, she said, what's her voice like? And Chip, the, the doodle guy, said uh, something like, early 21st century Cockney, which I thought was funny that five billion years in the future, she knows what a Cockney accent sounds like. We don't know what Shakespeare sounded like. He, um, he, and how did he even know that? He knows what it is. Yeah. He can speak it. Not, right, yeah. Not just like, oh, she can pull off the accent. She can actually speak it. Exactly. So she she's the one who's using the Cockney rhyming slang. <laughs> we never hear Rose do that. Yeah. But Cassandra is trying to, and she overdoes the Cockney and all this kind of stuff, which to me is hilarious because Billy Piper, the actress, had to do that. She had to make fun of her own accent, which I think is hilarious. <laughs> um, and so, so the doctor says at one point, something amazing, blah, blah, blah. And she says, yeah, I can't Adam and Eve it. Which means, I can't believe, <laughs> it. I can't believe it. And it's one of these things, like, That's when she said the apples and pears, I went, the what? And then I started thinking, wait a minute, was that supposed to be like the rhyming slang thing? And then I was like, you maybe knew she about meant the this? stairs? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, of course you did. You watch all sorts of British <laughs> podcasts. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Um, so I pulled up, I pulled up a website, and <laughs> there's a hundred. This is just a list of a hundred. I'm sure there's more. Um, so you have, uh, let's see, plates of meat. Uh... means feet. 
What? Um, my plates of meat are sweating. What if I said? What if I said? Shut your north and south. Shut oh. your mouth. <laughs> That's your right. Mouth. 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 I know. How about your? Uh, uh, your mouth is usually located on the loaf of bread. That's your head. It uh, just goes on and on. A lady Godiva means uh, means a fiver, like a, a five pound. Lady Godiva. A lady Godiva. Uh, she's a what? figure from history, but like a fiver, like a five, well, a five pound note, we'd say a $5 bill. Um, they would say a, a lady Godiva means a fiver, a fiver. Mm. So <laughs> at any rate, I just thought that was hilarious that, that, uh, Wait, that, so how often do so they, they have do a this? rhyme uh, slang based on a shortening slang? Cause five, <laughs> right. <as laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's like a slang inception. Uh, exactly. So, all right. Uh, we spent way too much time on that, but anyways, uh, there was that, uh, there was the bit where the doctor says, I'm the doctor and I cured them all. And then yeah. Rosandra says, did you kill them all? And he says, no, that's your way. <laughs> and I, I thought it was funny. Remember what I said about Russell T Davies and the original script? Yeah. And the original script, what did he do? He killed them he all. He killed them all. He killed and them all. And in this version of the script, somebody says, did you kill them all? And he says, <laughs> No. He basically goes, no, why would I do that? You know? yeah. He says, no, that's that would be your way. So I just thought that was a fun little uh, wink to Moffat, like, hey, 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 easy there, buddy. Um, and then, okay, and then we, we talked earlier about Cassandra having a really weird, very sudden change of heart no. and just goes, it's time to die. Corbin, what was it we were supposed to talk about? Uh, oh, Something about a cure. The cure, yeah, like uh -huh. you said, it was a jibberty jabberty. I said it was a jibberty jabberty. I don't know. I was having questions about like. I was having questions about something. Okay, first of all, big giant plot hole. Unless I missed something, why did they have to give everybody every disease in the world to come up with the cure? Yeah, so they knew. And why did they, they have had to a... give so many people? Right. All the same diseases. Okay. No idea. Even if they only gave. All the diseases in the known galaxy to one person how did that produce the cure and yeah. once it produced the cure why did they have to keep doing it and I, did they ever explain they that still alive i mean right right yeah they said oh it takes the longest for them but like everyone here is over like 30 or something how are they yeah. still alive yeah, yeah and and the thing that i don't I, I don't remember them ever saying well uh you know we we drain their blood and produce uh, the cure from that or something like i don't remember anything about why they had to do this to get the cure like yeah. they just gloss over like well this is what we do i why? Like, why i remember there was this patient there that had a disease that easily could kill you in 10 minutes uh, yet yeah, the carriers yeah. all of those right had that since birth right and they were still alive yeah. After 30 years. It makes no sense. With other ones than that. Yeah. And I do think it's funny that apparently the symptoms for every disease in the universe being on your body, at, in your body at one time is you get bumps on your face. <laughs> and like roughish skin sort of. <laughs> it's psoriasis. Is what it is. <laughs> so I did, I, you, that's what it was. You were talking about the cure. And I'm like, speaking of this cure, what? <laughs> like it didn't make any sense to me whatsoever. Yeah. And they then just the had to add in zombies. 
<laughs> I was just kind of a hand whip. I, I, I swear, it feels like something that maybe when when Russell was writing the story and he realized he had to change it so that it, do, the doctor didn't kill all the zombies, he took the time to do that and forgot to go in and explain the whole thing about the cure. Because it yeah. just doesn't, they don't mention it at also, all. Also, did they explain the whole cats evolving into humans, basically, thing? They didn't evolve into humans. They evolved in... Well, into humanoid creatures. Humanoids, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> they also didn't explain why the face of Bo is just a face. You know, it's just, that's <laughs> who they are. Or why he suddenly isn't dying anymore. Right. And the thing... Then, the, like, he's about to die. Oh, I don't feel like dying. No, nah, I don't feel like dying. The Sisters of Plenitude, didn't they come from a different planet? They were not, they were never from Earth or New Earth. No. Right? Earth? They were from somewhere else. Maybe they were from Old Earth. I don't like, think so. Were, I think they were just, well, then how would they, they have so much resemblance nah, household cats? That's what I never understand is when aliens look like a dog or something it's like yeah it's like, <laughs> or like what? the tellerites in star wars where oh gosh oh man Woo, i'm gonna get an email about that one um the tellerites in star trek are the pig people oh they're yeah. like they're based on pigs it's like, well, yeah what? yeah they're a poor sign you know race and, oh gosh there's there's um you know, on star trek enterprise there's like uh, this group called the Zindi, and and there's there's a sloth version, uh, and there's a a, a whale version, what? and a bird version, what? yeah, oh yeah, what? an insect version, and all this kind of stuff. And it's yeah, they're it's like oh look, what would happen if a giant ant evolved into a humanoid? That's what they would look like. It's a giant <laughs> ant. Um, so yeah, that I mean that's just it's a, the limitations of human experience. Or human imagination to a degree yeah exactly exactly it's so, like we're just not that creative that we made humanoid cats be humanoid nurse cats, yeah. nuns well hey remember there was a there was a humanoid cat in star trek the animated series too you remember that there's a whole oh yeah yeah on the ship that was weird yeah so <laughs> at any rate the uh getting back to the cure thanks for that little rabbit trail <laughs> the, the cure just it none of it makes sense oh 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 the other thing was the doctor takes all of the medicines, all of the cures, and hoses down the zombie people, and they're cured. So they not, not breed the zombie that. people. They like, they touch each other, and, the and then they're all here. Oh like, yeah, yeah, and like the steam comes off well, of each the other. Weird part seemed like so the not only sick it, ones would touch the cured ones, and then the steam would go off or whatever. Right, and, and so not only does every disease in the universe get passed on by touch instantaneously in three seconds yeah. and it can kill you but the the cure which comes from medicine can also be transmitted through the skin by touch instantaneously like, like okay again the, limit, the limits of a tv show we didn't have months to sit around and watch them all get cured but yeah but so, okay so the zombies are bred with all of the diseases in them which somehow produces a cure which can then cure the zombies so why don't they just cure them and then breed more people well and for that matter well okay there's a good point right instead of letting them just live in agony and pain and die why not let them live long enough to get some cure out of them and then give them some of the cure because apparently it doesn't take much right he grabbed like five bags and what? cured all of the millions of zombies yeah, by touch that. it's like he straps 10 different colored IV bags. Kool-Aid. And then... 
Kool Aid. And then it looked like, like Kool Aid. It looked like melted popsicles. I'm pretty sure it he didn't even was. pour like all ten of them or whatever. Yeah, he took in like he took like a green one, a red one, and a yellow one and poured those in. Well, that's all you. Really and there was still like blue or something. Oh, by the way, wasn't that awesome when he was just grabbing the bags with his teeth and yanking them open, like, biting them open, and like and then dumping them into the thing? Um, yeah, I <laughs> just like, throws it back I, at Cassandra I just don't too. understand the cure thing. Yeah. At all. I, I don't. It, so. Major. Anywho. Overall show. impressions, guys. What is your overall rating out of 10? Uh, Corbin? Mm, I really liked the whole character piece with Cassandra. That was, that was and really cool. And. I just liked the whole episode overall. Okay. I'd say probably 7 out of 10. Cat, non nurses. <laughs> okay. Trip, what about you? Well, I really liked this one because it had like the suspense and like just like the sudden switching where she would just go like from one person to another. It's like, oh, yeah. I'm, in, I'm the doctor. Now I'm Rose. Yeah, I Get out that of fun. that body. Fine, I'll be you again. Yeah, just back and forth and like, well, how long are we going to do this one? So, what do you give it? Um, I think this one was really good, but I'm really gonna leave room for improvement, so I'm okay. gonna say around eight and a half. Eight and a half? Still pretty high <laughs> Room marks, for though. improvement, yet higher than mine. Uh, yeah, well, you know, what are you gonna do? Um, oh, eight, eight and a half what? Um, bumpy green faces. <laughs> bumpy green faces. Eight and a half, uh, eight and a half face bumps out of ten. I, you know, I got to the end of this episode and I felt disappointed. Why? And I, don't, I don't know. I don't know if I, if I uh, was in the same way that I enjoyed series one way better the second time. Yeah. I feel like I didn't enjoy this episode. And of course, you know what though? I'm saying this episode. I don't know how much I enjoyed the episode the first time, but like stacking this up against what I was so excited for, for, you know, the 10th doctor, I was just like, huh, well, that was an episode. You know, yeah. like not the greatest episode ever. And I don't know if it's like my nostalgia overhyped me for it. And so I was let down or if it just really wasn't as good of an episode. I don't or... know why, but it didn't seem like as much happened in this episode. That's what I mean. Like yeah. we got to the end and I was like, hmm. So uh, with that in mind, I'm going to give it uh, six uh, melted popsicle IV bags. <laughs> Uh, creep level. Did we have much of a creep level trip? Well, other uh, than the zombies, no, not really. We had a few jump scares with the zombies, didn't we? I like how yeah, where like they opened the door, it was like yeah. yeah every time they opened the door, like, <sighs> super bad jump scares though. No, it was like, just kind of like they slowly opened the door. Honestly, and hands are just there. I think one of the creepiest parts actually was when the two cat nuns opened the thing. Cat nun nurses. Okay, cat nun nurses Thank opened you. the um vault or whatever that was holding that dude, and you couldn't one. actually see the guy. You could just you like could just see like see his arms to like. I know the voice and all that. It basically makes you think they're keeping zombies down here, What's and it's more like the suspense of what it looks like that gets you more creeped out. You know, right. Yeah, I'd say that was probably the creepiest part. All right, so what, what what are you gonna give it out of five hundred? Mm, I'd say about 100. 100? Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm going to say, yeah, I'm going to say 97. Why do you all 
always do such odd numbers. Quiet you. It's like, <laughs> I Trip, was going to say, like, maybe, like, 90, like, around 90, so I'm just going <laughs> to say, like, 93. Okay. Because right. I always, like, do my I best mean... to, like, round the numbers to a degree. Y'all are, like, 97, 93. Yeah, man, we like, we like granulation. Um, really fine tuning everything. All right, special effects. We had uh, costumes and makeup. We had the cat nun nurses. I thought those were really good. Yeah, I thought those overall were uh, were really really good, especially for the time frame. You know, for two thousand six, it was good yeah. Stuff. Uh, of course, we had Bo, uh, which uh, like, we would all agree was amazing. And the CGI guys. No, no, no. no costumes and makeup. Costumes and makeup. Yeah, practical effects. Uh, Trip. What'd you say? The zombies. I think they looked really. Like, they yeah. didn't look really like zombies. Like, I think they did a good job of like not making them zombies. Right, and they yeah. weren't. They weren't actually zombies. I think so. that yeah. was kind of the point. It was like, to so, a degree, they made it seem like a zombie, but it wasn't mm-hmm. supposed to actually. They yeah, I mean, they kind of like the sticking their arms out. Like, well, if you had all the diseases in the world, wouldn't you be moving a little slowly? I think I might be they a little lethargic. Zombie like. Qualities, especially uh-huh. with the whole transmitting and turning other people into zombies, you know. Yeah. So, but they definitely weren't meant to be zombies. Yeah. Yeah. They definitely yeah. I, I think we've been using that term, but they they never work all that. And somehow I wrote down cat nun nurses, Bo, Duke of Manhattan, and forgot to write down the zombies under costumes and makeup. I <laughs> love the Duke of Manhattan, the big fat blue guy. He was yeah, just and then awesome. at the end, he how he just ran he in, ran and he was like, block the door. he wasn't oh, like blue door. at the end. He was only blue when he was like going through the stone thing, right? He was like natural skin colored. Really? I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, I thought. Do you still have it pulled up? No. Oh, okay. I thought he was blue the whole time because he was blue, and but he was like, you could see him turn into stone anyways. Um, I th- And that, even that, him, his uh, Petra form regression was you know you could see that he was turning into a statue turning yeah. into stone yeah cgi uh we had <laughs> we had the cat getting all the diseases yeah like yeah. that was hilarious another cgi that you left out in here was yeah. when the um there was one scene where one person in particular it was close up of their face and all the diseases went away at once oh yeah you know what yeah i, I forgot about that one hmm. he cured all the humans, but he didn't cure the cat nun. Well, because they had already died. died one of right? them fell to their. Um, one of them fell. Yeah, the to matron fell to her death. But the other. I thought the one... first one died. Oh well, no, I guess she changed, but we never saw her again. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> we also didn't see millions of humans get cured. We only saw. I know the ones dozen, in that room. Yeah, a dozen of them. But I'm sure they went and they shared the, the cure. We also had uh, Cassandra, just Cassandra in general. Um, and did you? Oh man, did y'all notice this? When we saw Cassandra in the past, looking like an actual human. Yeah. Did y'all notice that Cassandra, the stretched out skin person? Her face was definitely modeled on that actress's face. Did y'all notice that? I didn't notice it till I was reading through the notes. Yeah, when we'll go back and check it, uh, check it out. When you look at her as a as a human, uh-huh. and then you look at her CGI face on the flap of skin, yeah, it looks like it was. It doesn't look just like her, obviously, because it's you know it's yeah. flat. But she looks a lot like that actress. You know what I, I just was really realized? What's that? Cassandra. When we first see the, like, original Cassandra before she was skin flap or whatever. Right. 
we see we see her being played like a movie on one of those really old style movie machines that has the it was here like five billion though yeah huh that's weird yeah because that would have been way outdated really outdated technology and somehow they managed to get the recording hey it's retro man that stuff it's retro they should have been like everything comes recording back recording with holograms or it's something. like disco all right uh and then we had the so we had the one cat nurse uh nun get all the diseases at once and then you had the other cat nurse nun fall down the shaft in the yeah. worst cgi of the episode the only thing worse the only thing that matched how horrible that cgi was is when the doctor fell down the same elevator shaft it was so horrible. oh yeah it looked like you <laughs> know one, one of those like china horrible. one of those like cartoons like pokemon where it's like uh, <laughs> exactly. you, could, you could tell with it wasn't even him mind. with his the way his face was like deforming and stuff as he went down yeah that was just bad also right. why did they have to go down so fast <laughs> i have no you idea know? do we have any theories guys mm, other than that when you were talking i already about, said that talked about that so are we just gonna skip over that section then yeah oh yeah. I, I mean well go ahead go ahead and hit it That is that is textbook enigmatic. All right, theories about the face of Bo. Oh. Where did he come from? Is he billions of years or millions okay. of years, or is that impossible? The first thing we when are we going to see him again? Um, me and Dad were talking about this. He is like he's not millions of years old. He's billions of years old. Um, then when they were on. What was it? Space Station? Station. Uh, satellite 5? Satellite 5, yeah. Satellite 5. There was some news broadcast or something about him being pregnant. Right. Yeah. Then in the end of the world, that would be a couple billion years later, he was there to watch the end of the world. And then even 20, 30 more years after that, he's still around supposedly dying to and then he just keeps and then we figure out no he's no, not actually not he just keeps living he just gets beamed away if you Bye. had the if you had the decision decision if you wanted to die, die or not you just wanted to not die yeah you'd be like nah, you know what i ain't got time for that most people would probably just die anyways because it's like so i'm trying to i'm trying to verify to here okay all right yeah the um the long game was the episode and it was on satellite five in the year 200,000. 200. And he was mentioned as being pregnant, which is. How does that work? He's only a face. <laughs> <laughs> Do you give birth to a face? He just spits him out. Um, but yeah, I mean, so he was there and alive in the year 200,000, and then he's there and alive in the year 5 billion, and there and alive in the year 5 billion 23. So, Wait, we keep referring to the face of Bo as a he, but if he was pregnant, wouldn't that technically make They consistently call she? him a he. Really? Yeah, in that episode. I guess it's like seahorses or whatever. The males uh, have the kids. Yeah, maybe. In that episode, it the statement is made, he's pregnant. Oh. Yeah. So... Okay. Okay. So he was around in 200,000, he's around in 5 billion and 23, and the only way around that, meaning that he's almost 5 billion years old, is like, Corbin, like you said, that he is he a time, time traveler. traveler. 
Yeah. He's but, but then if he's a time traveler, how do you know how old he is? This is the same reason we don't know how old the doctor is. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why he consistently gives inconsistent answers. In the end of eternity, there was this idea of a thing called Fiasio time, I think is what it was. Okay. But essentially everyone working for eternity had this sort of wristband thing that would keep them from I don't it kind know of keeps exactly. track of their subjective yes, time. It, yeah. Yeah. Right, right. End of Eternity is an Isaac Asimov book. About, we mentioned it before. Yeah, very interesting time travel book. Maybe ooh, maybe we'll have to do a wibbly wobbly one time on a on a time travel book. You know what we need to do yeah. is bootstraps. Buy his bootstraps. bootstraps. Yeah, we yes, definitely we have to do definitely our first do one. That. Cool. All right, and that'll give us another reason to uh bootstraps is a book and a like it was an audio Radio drama. Show. Yeah, it was an audio drama that they did, did, did based on the book. But at any rate, um, that I think wraps us up, guys. Am I forgetting anything? Was there anything y'all wanted to add? No, no not oh, really. Gosh. Well, then, moving right along. Join us next time for Series 2, Episode 2, entitled Tooth and Claw. Now, make sure that you watch the Tardisode, and then you watch the episode, and then you watch the Doctor Who Confidential, if there is one. Uh, I'm pretty sure there's one for each episode. Probably. So. We'll have to go find them. I googled Tardisode 1 and uh, found a bunch of them on YouTube, so I think that may be how we're going to watch them. Hopefully they're officially on the BBC channel and we're not pirating them or something like that. But anyway, <laughs> uh, those were... those were. How would we be blamed for They pirating? did not include them on any DVDs, by the way. Really? Stinko. What? So, uh, make sure you watch that. Um, give us an email if you would like to at noobsandthehoovian at gmail.com. Check us out at facebook.com slash noobs and the whovian let us know your thoughts your favorite part your crazy fan theories and etc noobs and the whovian is a production of master closet studios research provided by senior producer austin reason that's me our audio <laughs> engineer is trip reason with pre and post-production edited editing handled by corbin reason until next time my name is austin i'm the whovian these are my sons trip and corbin and we're the noobs and we'll see you next time adios in Bye. the future Come on, let's go. Come on. Coming to you live from Master Closet Studios. You're listening to the only podcast on the internet being. Re- uh, <laughs> be whip. He's going to make an epic moment. That's going to be great. Okay, can we um, just restart this? Yeah. That's what he's doing. Hey, you don't even have to restart it. Just cut it. Did you already stop it? Nope. Uh, I'm just going, keep it going and actually, just cut I have it. To go to the last one. Okay, stop. Why didn't you do this before?